Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello and welcome to Oldie But a Goodie. I'm Zach, that's Sandro. Today we're joined by a special guest. Hello. It's Melvin. It's Melvin. Hello, Melvin. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's so great to be here. Oh. <laughs> Today, we'll be reviewing movies, just like we always do. That's that's the whole show. That's what we do. <laughs> ben will be doing that for the entire show. That's my entire input for this, for this week's <laughs> yeah. episode is... <laughs> it only improves the show every time you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Whether I agree with a point or disagree with a point, <laughs> it'll be, oh, whoa! <laughs> yeah, that way you can't be wrong. That's right. No. So yeah, this week we're reviewing The Toxic Avenger. Whoa! <laughs> As you can tell by Ben's reaction, it was, it was pretty interesting, pretty unique, I would say. It was a time. It's a little bit like Robocop. If Robocop... <laughs> Was on steroids. Yeah. If Robocop smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. Yeah. And then was a trauma film. <laughs> and didn't have a budget. Yeah. 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 yeah I didn't yeah. have any sort of budget. They were like, ah, oh, what are we going to do? First impressions. I thought this was very fun. What did you think, Zach? I thought this was amazing. I was not <laughs> expecting anything going into this film. And. I wasn't expecting so much gore, that's mm. for sure. But I really should have, honestly. <laughs> but I, w- I w- didn't prepare myself fully um, for a almost horror film level of gore yeah. uh, from a superhero film. <laughs> um, uh, I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. Ben, what nice. did you think? I, I thought it was a lot of fun as well. I thought that mm. the kind of spirit of almost self-aware... Well, not almost, definitely self-aware B, B-movie aesthetics and sensibilities mm. were just oozing through that film, uh, oh, yeah. as as they do with every trauma film. It's mm. like, well, we've got zero budget. We kind of want, we want to make this as schlocky as possible. <laughs> like, the, the, the principles of nudity and violence, how can we make that... Mm. How can we stretch that to its absolute breaking point? Um, but but we definitely like we know that that's the point. How and how do we make this as goofy as possible while doing that? Mm. And, but also somehow wholesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And sm- all, all that smushed in with, with uh, zero budget and uh, loads mm. of loads of uh, fun. That's what mm. makes this film. Yeah. And I, I'm unlike Zach. I was expecting this level of gore. Uh, mm. I wasn't expecting this level of superhero-ness from a horror film. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> I was expecting the superhero-ness. Oh, because it because it has the, because it has the word Avenger in it. Oh yeah, okay, all right, you, you <laughs> no, millennial. No, 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 no. Because Sandro said it was a superhero. I did say film. it was a superhero film. Oh, Sandro, you millennial. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I used to have a, like, back when I was 10 to 12, I had an action figure of the Toxic Avenger, and I was like, really? oh, it's what? like a superhero from a thing that I'll never watch. And now that I have watched it, I wish I'd kept that, that action Whoa. figure. Was it just, was it actually just, like, an ugly figurine? <laughs> yeah. Was it just one of your That's... other ones that melted? It honestly looked like a melted Swamp Thing toy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Um, Zach, you picked this out of uh, two other options. Those other options mm. were making the grade where a rich kid refuses to go to school, gets expelled, and then his parents are like, how dare you not go to school? We're going to cut you off financially. Uh, so that sounds amazing. <laughs> yep. And then your other option was Finders Keepers, which is about a guy who's on the run from the police and a female roller derby team. Uh, <laughs> which I still want to see. <laughs> he steals a coffin, boards a train, mm-hmm. and pretends to be a soldier returning home with a dead war buddy. Uh, apparently Jim Carrey's in it. It looks weird. <laughs> that did sounds weirder. Personally, um, I'm glad that the Toxic Avenger was chosen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I really liked Toxic Avenger, but I do want to see that movie just to figure out what the plot is. <laughs> because from that, I only get less of an idea what the entire plot is. Yeah. <laughs> it also, um, like, the poster looks like a National Lampoon movie, so I'm really not sure what audience they're going for. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but anyway, you chose Toxic Avenger, which was released at some point in May 1984. We don't know when it was released. I just put it slap bang in the middle of the month because there isn't a release date. Okay. Well, there you go. No one knows when this film was released. Uh, it was released by, as we mentioned, Troma Entertainment. If you're unfamiliar with them, they make a lot of occult, classic, campy, silly B movie trash. Um, this was. <laughs> technically their first horror film before this they mainly did teen sex comedies and then after this they pretty much focused on horror that became their thing so this pretty much made them as a as a company Mm. it is directed by lord kaufman under the name samuel well he also has a producing and story by credit and he directed it with his mate michael hers they founded they founded troma so they're they're the they're the co-conspirators of, mm. of Troma, so they they created the company because they wanted to make films. I think they'd worked in film beforehand and and had like a small career working on other sorts of like seventies independent films. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I read that Lloyd Kaufman worked on Rocky and other films with John G. Avildsen. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I'm not really sure what Michael Hertz did, but um, yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman and. Michael Hertz, I guess they just, they were buddies who wanted to make films, and so they made this uh, company. Yeah. Huh. And good on go. them. Good on them, honestly. Yeah. I'm glad they did. Uh, the cast are mostly unknowns, um, oh. or people who are mainly just in trauma films. The guy that plays mm. the Toxic Avenger himself, the guy in the suit, is called Mitch Cohen. He's in Clerks, Kevin Smith's movie clerks he's credited as leaning against wall slash angry crowd at door so great wow incredible i wish i had such high standing (laughs) places in society there's also mark torg who plays melvin junko he's in a bunch of other trauma stuff but recently has been working as an editor on a bunch of game shows so good on him yeah Good on him. Pat Ryan Jr. plays the mayor. He's another trauma favorite. He's in class of Newcomb High, which is another Great film. 
favorite of them. I mm. have to check it out. Uh, he died of a heart attack in 1987. Oh, okay. But he's pretty good in this. I thought his performance mm. was particularly hilarious. He he reminded me of like some like a like a budget John Candy. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, and we've also got Patrick Kilpatrick, perhaps the most prolific uh, person in, in the movie. He plays some guy the Toxic Avenger beats up called Leroy. Um, <laughs> he's in Minority Report, Last Man Standing, bunch of other wow. like '90s, early 2000s action films. Uh, and that's it. That's the cast. <laughs> it sounds like the 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 people who are least in it had the most roles in other things. Almost, but yeah, yeah. pretty much. Oh, I forgot to mention that everyone else involved in the film is in a bunch of documentaries about this film because everyone makes documentaries about the <laughs> oh, Toxic right. Avenger, yep. it seems. For the reception, no one saw it. Uh, when it was in cinemas, it took about a year for anyone to like this movie. Uh, it started getting a cult following in 1985 after a long run of like midnight screenings in New York. Then after that, the word of mouth was so strong and it got like a home release. And that sort of mm. stuff. So when I give you the critic wow. scores, this is entirely based off when the film was popular and not when it came out originally. <laughs> right. So it's got 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, audience score of 64%, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, and 42% on Metacritic. Mm. Which, for for a film that's like utter trash in, a, in the best of ways, yeah. is not bad. Because a lot of the time, films like that, they'll get like three out of 10 on IMDb or whatever. Mm. Or like, yeah. you know, most people will just dismiss them. Whereas this one seems to be pretty, pretty beloved. Mm. Yeah, which yeah. is, yeah, which is really interesting. Because as we can all agree, it is hot garbage. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's not trying to not be hot garbage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely, yeah. It just tries to be the best hot garbage it can be. Absolutely. Like, compared to other hot garbage we've done this year, I'm mainly thinking about Hot Dog the Movie. That movie Mm. tried to be a serious skiing film at times. (laughs) It was was not. It was not at all. Um, That's that's where the the biggest garbage comes from, is when things try to be popular or successful and they just completely fall flat on their face. Whereas this embraced its outsider kind of loony shittiness. And it just amplified that, and I think that's what makes yep. it so successful. Um, how much do you think this cost? <laughs> two fifty. A grand. <laughs> a grand and two fifty. Yeah. Uh, it actually cost five hundred thousand, so half a million. Five hundred thousand. What? Okay, half a mil. Yeah, which isn't too bad. Uh, that's still the lowest budget film I think we've done this oh, year. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's weird to consider um, that, like, that's like more money than I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that is true. By yeah. a long shot. The heart, you know, you gotta get the makeup artists. They have to make some money. Um... Honestly, this this film, the practical effects were quite remarkable. They were excellent. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to make that fake dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dog! That poor dog. That probably cost a chunk of that budget. Between this and Nightmare on Elm Street, which comes out uh, around October, 84, mm. brilliant year for practical effects. Mm. Really good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ghostbusters as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think it made in the box office, considering no one saw it? <laughs> well, uh, 250. 250, yeah. A grand. <laughs> uh, it made 800,000, so, you know, not bad. 800,000. Oof. Was that is that does that include like like home releases and is this or is this purely like initial release box office? I think it includes the midnight screenings. 
from okay, 85. Okay. Well, that would, yeah. that, that would make a little more sense. It would be interesting mm. to see how much this film is made on the home release, though, because mm. 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 it's got to be... And it'd be hard to... Yeah, it'd be hard to get all the details and, like, DVD sales and all that. Yeah. It'd be really hard to track. But it'd be nice to know. It would be interesting to know. Because I think, they, anyway. I think they, they do track it now, but definitely not back then. They didn't even track the box office properly back then, so... So, I went to sleep after watching this amazing uh, movie and had had a troubled sleep. Uh. I had strange dreams. Was there alcohol in your system? Possibly. Okay. You can't prove that. Okay. You're not a cop. <laughs> I'd, I'd gone to sleep. I'd, I'd consumed alcohol before the movie, yep. as I should, and watched the movie... And it was great. Can I just uh, can I just make yep. a, an amendment? The consumption of alcohol is not required to no. watch this film. No, no, it's not required. I watched this film sober. So did I. But I, I had a, I had a glass of wine Ooh. as I was watching this movie. That's too fancy and, for the toxic event. Yeah, it Sorry. was really fancy. It was far too fancy for this film. <laughs> but I, it only enhanced the wackiness. Mm. And so I went to bed, and I had strange dreams. Uh, most of it was a blurred mess by this point. I think some of it was about this movie, which was weird and wacky. Mm. But near the end of it, I had a dream where I was waiting for the podcast, you know, to start. But I had I'd overslept <gasps> and I'd missed the podcast. But it was okay because... I had to then run off to go to work, which I don't have today, but somehow had in my dream. <laughs> so while I was at work, I was like, oh no, I forgot about the podcast. So I checked my phone. The numbers were going everywhere. You know, it was four o'clock, five o'clock, three o'clock, you know, whatever time it was. But I checked it. And luckily, you guys had both simultaneously cancelled as well. <laughs> and and Ben, uh, you were really you were really sad about that. Yeah. Um, because I believe you texted massive troubles. Massive troubles. <laughs> yeah, oh massive troubles. God's hostage. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, so you were trying to indicate how cosmic that there were so many troubles that God had himself been taken hostage. Oh, I thought I <laughs> thought was... you I thought. I thought that meant that there were so many troubles that God had partic- had had taken me hostage. No, 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 I, no. I am God's hostage. <laughs> no, you're not God's hostage. God had been taken hostage. That's how bad the troubles were. Oh, wow. So I thought that was funny, so I'd mention What an amazing <laughs> dream. <laughs> and you know what? I feel like that's something you would say. God's hostage. That would be a, a good name for one of these movies, though. Like a trauma film. A God- God's hostage. <laughs> Yeah, God's hostage. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. Should we jump into the Toxic Avenger? Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Spoilers for everything. Putting that up top. Yeah. This film starts off with a yep. trigger warning. Is this, this the first Ooh. time we've had a film start with a trigger warning? I think it is. Yes. Ooh. Which is very responsible for this film. Yeah. Yeah. Good on them, I guess. Because they, they know what they're doing, whereas some of the other films that are, like, also have a bit of violence and gore just... They don't really mm. warn you or anything, mm. I guess. I, I wish we got a trigger warning in front of Blame It on Rio. The <laughs> same. Trigger warning. This film is bad. <laughs> the, trigger, the trigger warning was this film contains excessive amounts of gore. <laughs> mm. Which is not wrong. I thought that was a great way to just signal exactly what this film is going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not violent. 
It's not, yeah. you know, bloody. It's excessive amounts of gore. It's excessive amounts of gore. And look, yeah, they weren't they weren't wrong. They weren't wrong. They, they, they certainly weren't. There is violence towards every possible sort of person in this movie. <laughs> yeah, if you are a person, violence has been done yeah. against you. It's sort of like South Park, except instead of offending everyone, it's just killing everyone. Yep. <laughs> every different sort of person. <laughs> Gets killed mm. eventually in this movie. Mm. That is true. And animals? I believe there's some animals. And there's animals. Yep. Yeah. There's a dog. I remember that one oh, very clearly. Yeah, that that was... upset me. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's 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 do this in order though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, um, so it opens with some opening narration about how mm. New York City is a great city of the future, but it's filled with pollution. And we're introduced to Tromaville, which is the toxic mm. chemical capital of the world where they just dump all this toxic waste. <laughs> First off, I got confused why it was to- talking about New York and then suddenly switched to Tromaville. Mm. Is Tromaville mm. a suburb of New York? Is Tromaville a separate city? I think it's a separate city because it's got a mayor. But yeah. why wh- why New York? And Anyway. I think it's in New Jersey. Is it Tromaville as in the state of New Jersey? I think, okay. yeah, I, th- I think it's in the state of New Jersey. Yep. Okay, that would I thought sense. they just made it up. I, no, they did, but they made it up inside of the state of New Jersey. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. I was <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, wait, are you guys talking about an actual place? <laughs> yeah. Do they have on their sign in that actual place that this is the waste dump of the Because <laughs> I like that. Now, Tromaville is where a lot of these trauma movies are set, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, it's like an, a trauma extended mm. universe. Amazing. Anyway, we are introduced to uh, the Health Club, which is where a lot oh, yeah. of this film is set. And uh, inside that health club is the cleaner, mm. Melvin, and everybody hates him. Everybody hates Melvin. I want to talk about two things real quick. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> not definitely... One of those two things is definitely not Melvin. Um, the font... Which was very superhero film, so that was good. The sound effects were amazing. <laughs> the sound effects were amazing. I was going to get to the main sound of this room, which is the song that plays. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great song. It's a banger. Yeah. Body talk, body talk. I want to hear mm. your body talk. Yeah. Very 80s. Very sexy. Um, and it plays at the end credits, and I'm not going to lie, mm. I... I sat there through half the end credits just listening to the song because it's just a banger it is a banger yeah that that particular song is by sandy farina and it is called body talk so check it out if you want melvin is yep he's a nerd and he stinks and everyone hates him whoa and he can't even mop properly yeah, there's a quote where this guy is like, Would you look at that guy? Dumb mop boy can't even mop right. <laughs> or something. He can't even mop right. Mm. And he like, he's so, he's he's just the archetypical nerd in that he's incredibly scrawny and buck-toothed and cross-eyed and... And like weak and feeble and he gets startled by yeah. everything. He's constantly shaking for literally no mm. reason. Mm. Mm. He mm. has literally zero to negative social skills. Yeah. He gets tricked by a female offering her body like immediately without any questions asked later on. He is a dweeb. He is a dweeb more than a nerd. He's a, I right. think he's... He's more, yeah, that's right. I think in mm. in that Venn diagram scenario, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a dweeb. Yeah, because he's not a nerd, because then he would have glasses. 
Mm. Then we would know he's a nerd, but he is—he doesn't have glasses and doesn't spout nerdy crap. So he is a. Dweeb. I don't think he's exceptionally clever. No, not at all. So I think he's just a dweeb. Yeah. Yeah, I'd subscribe to that theory. Yeah. Great. So glad we've established that. There's a scene oh. where he's like mopping, and he accidentally pushes someone into the pool, and we get this. Oh yeah. This overdubbed. Oh, right. As the person falls into the pool. There's a bit of dubbing in this movie. There's um, a lot. I think it adds to the <laughs> frantic nature of how ridiculous uh, this movie is, though. I was really taken aback by um, some of the dubbing that happens. Mm. That wasn't the bit that took me away, because, like, yeah, you know, it's a, an extra being pumped into the pool. Sure, you have some dubbing. The other part is the editing as well. Like... Mm. Because this sequence is set in a pool, quite an echoey room, as you cut back and forth between characters having quite quick conversations, sometimes one character will say something and it will will cut to their friend. Their friend is like, what? Cuts back to the, the person saying stuff and the echo of what that person just said is still echoing in the background. <laughs> like the oh, editing no, is no. so quick that it's... I thought it was amazing. Like it feels very like homemade. <laughs> It's great. I liked it when uh, Melvin uh, decides to... uh, He's being told to come over and mop something or clean the toilets because they stink. That's Mm. that's the direct quote. And so he drops his mop into his bucket, but he misses, and then he drops it into the spa. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because then that pisses off uh, two of our favourite characters. Yeah. uh, Bozo and Slug. Bozo, Slug. I just love the fact that there's there's a character in this called Bozo. And he's (laughs) not a clown or a dog. Nope, he's the main villain. We get a quote here where he's talking to his girlfriend and he's like, Oh, this guy's stressing me out, Julie. He's stressing me out. I can't take it. He's screwing up my karma. Ah!" And then, like, he walks away just screaming, I'm so stressed! As he just, like, walks off screen. (laughs) That is... That may be my favourite quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. Um, He he is uh, stressed. That is his character. He's just very stressed all the time. Yeah. I also... I enjoy how much this has, like amplified that kind of toxic masculinity and he's just angry all the time yeah like cartoonishly stressed oh he is furious yeah and it's it's very funny yeah we haven't gotten to the bit where they uh, how where where, where, the the car bits is that coming up soon that's pretty much right now yeah yeah because i was gonna say like how much more cartoonishly aggro can you get than running over people on the street for fun and games and points yikes yep. like oh, yeah. bozo and slug and their girlfriends have a game where they run over people in their car for points and it's like what children on bikes get more points or something like that yeah it's 28 points if you get the child and the bike <laughs> at the same time yeah at the same time and it's like how much like if you want to establish that a character is a piece of shit <laughs> yeah, no. what are the what is the most direct way mm. what is the most direct way to establish that yeah. okay they run over pedestrians <laughs> more <laughs> points for children for fun for, for fun. funsies for as fun. a game they yeah. are so as you said like the way that they are enjoying running over people is so cartoony that it's just it's so mm. It's so funny, but it's also so dark. Yeah, it's super horrifying. 
I, I was like, because it, it, it takes a turn when they actually run over the child. And there's so much blood just everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is dark. Yeah. So so what they do is they see this kid, uh he's out riding his bike. We are we are introduced to the kid's like mum first, which I thought was great. Oh yeah. No, it was his sister. His big sister. Oh his sister. Right, I remember right. because he says, Thanks, big sister. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's his sister. Thanks, big sister. Well, because it's like, oh well, we know he's in, in, in inevitably gonna die. Yeah. Yes. So they give you the fastest character introduction they can. <laughs> yeah. This is his big sister. This is him. He is a thankful young lad mm-hmm. out to ride on his bike at the middle of the night. And they, they they run him over, but he doesn't die, so they have to back up, squash his head with a tire. That yeah. was disgusting, and it yeah. uh, was great. It looks good. It, it looks really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it looks really good. I like Slug, though, because Bozo's like, oh, that was so good. I'm so stressed. I think I want to do it again. But Slug's like, no, I can't. I've got to go home. I've got to get up early. <laughs> Tomorrow, I've got to go to church. I've got to go to church. And Bozo's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Makes sense. <laughs> classic yep. gag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, got to go to church. There was another classic gag when um, they uh, pranked the aerobics instructor. And the aerobics instructor is like, okay, look, you have to do exactly oh. what I do. Like, follow my instructions. Exactly. And then Bozo and Slug prank him by putting a snake down his shirt. And so... When he starts instructing, oh, no. he's just, like, writhing around. And so all the students are like, okay. Uh-huh. And so they start <laughs> writhing around as well. Yep. Classic yep. gag. That was Classic gag. goof. What was the other one? It happened just before the driving scene. Because it's the way we get introduced to them being murderous people. Is where they sexy talk about killing people. Yeah. There's multiple moments of um, almost necrophilia in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, because apparently she gets hot by killing people, so they talk about that, and then they're banging in the locker rooms. Yep. And then Melvin comes along. She doesn't just get hot about killing people, though. There's a scene where she's, like, masturbating to pictures of this kid's head that they just squashed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think they're bad people. <laughs> I think they might <laughs> I think be I've awful I have come to people. that conclusion. <laughs> Do you reckon? Anyway, uh, Bozo and the crew, they set up a plan to prank Melvin. Oh, yeah, mm. that's right. Another classic. Yeah, what's their plan, Ben? Their plan is uh, a three-step plan. <laughs> very, it's 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 a very it's a very uh, ingenious plan where uh, I think it was, was it Julie was gonna come into where Melvin was working and she Number- was gonna say, "Oh, I'm so uh, unsatisfied by my boyfriend. I want a real man like you, Melvin. Come mm. meet me in the pool in two hours or something." She's like, I need, I need you to wear something really special, and so she makes him put on uh, a ballerina's outfit, yep. including a tutu. Yeah. Um, and then, and then he's like, okay, Ooh! and then, uh, <laughs> and then they lead him into the pool, uh, and and it's dark, and he starts kissing, and it turns out they turn on the lights, and he's kissing a sheep, and everybody laughs at him. Yeah, but not just the four bad guys, like. Everybody in the gym is in on this, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, however, meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, what's been happening outside, Sandro? Oh, yeah. there's a truck. It's full of yep. radioactive waste and a bunch of cans, and they're driving to get rid of it, but they're tired, and they're going to stop on the side of the road to have a little bit of a break, and they stop just outside of the health club. It's not just that they're about to have it. Yeah, it's a particular kind of break. <laughs> Facefuls of Facefuls of coke, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, was it facefuls of coke? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because there was one. There was one moment where they like um, look up. They they look up and they're just fa- their faces are just powdered. Oh okay. yeah, covered in powder in some yeah. mysterious powder. Yeah. I think I was too amazed by everything else going on in this scene <laughs> yeah, to notice the fact that it was coke. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That was one of the like things that. I remembered about the film where it's like, oh yeah, this is like a deliberately exaggerated cartoonish yeah. film. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so currently a truck has stopped right outside the fitness gym. Yeah, right outside the yeah. window. Yeah. Um, um, and so Melvin is so ashamed by having kissed a sheep and being embarrassed in fr- and humiliated in front of everybody that he runs and jumps out the window straight into the toxic sludge that's conveniently located <laughs> below. And he starts to burn. He writhes Ooh, yeah. on the ground as he falls over. And, and, he... it, and everyone comes over and continues to laugh at him for a bit. I've got some great quotes, yeah. Um, Julie sees him and is like, Oh, he doesn't look very good to me! Which I thought was great. But Bozo... <laughs> then Bozo. Bozo's like, Julie, this guy, he can't take a joke. He stinks, Julie! <laughs> so he's yeah. just writhing on the ground, burning. Yeah. He also says he's faking it. <laughs> he does say oh, he's yeah. faking it, yeah. And then <laughs> doesn't a great. cop come up and start burning as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah the cop co- tries to, like, touch him. And then he gets a bit of toxic waste on his hands and it just lights on fire. And he's like, ah! And everyone's like, ah! And then, and then Melvin lights on fire and they go, ah! And he goes, ah! Whoa! Yeah. Uh, yeah. The scenes of him, like, running around on fire was really good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he still had the tutu, so you could tell it was still him. That's right. Which is what I thought was a unnecessarily good touch. Mm. I, in fact, when, once he had like finally turned into the Toxic Avenger, um, mm. had him in the tutu. It's like a yeah an, for the rest I- of iconic, the film. It's an iconic image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they made sure to keep that detail in, which was good. Definitely, it's funny and it's silly and it's iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. So he he runs home to the bathroom <laughs> uh, to like hop in the bath because he's on fire which puts him out but then his like skin starts bubbling it's already like super burnt from this chemical burns and other things but it starts bubbling Ooh. and his hair starts falling out it's horrifying it is pretty like it looks really good yeah the effects yeah again are really quite good his mum's like are you okay sweetie i'm fine mum. i'm fine Oh, my son has finally hit hit puberty. <laughs> yeah, until, that was a great gag. Until she finally decides that he's hit puberty. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, because that's why he's suddenly speaking in a deeper voice. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he suddenly turns into a um, basically the '40s radio version of Superman. That's the voice that he has mm, for the yeah. rest. Of the film. Oh, yeah, he has such a. Okay. I'm here to save you. <laughs> I'll save you. He has so he has three voices. Yep. Does okay. He? he has the constant like 
in the background, he's just going, yeah. So I, you'd think that that's his voice, but no. So while he's doing the, occasionally he'll just be dubbed over by a 80s Superman voice, mm-hmm. which is apparently his real voice. Yep. Um, that's dubbed in whenever he's supposed to be talking, but also they need to sometimes focus on his face for him talking. And that's when they'll have the actual actor who's in the suit talking, who's also doing the grunting sometime, but he uses just <laughs> his normal voice, which is close to the Superman's voice. Yeah. I, is just... I, I didn't think that the guy in the suit was, was ever talking. I thought it was entirely dubbed. I think it's, I think it's the same actor. Made that's okay. done the dubbing, but it's yeah. not dubbed. It's him actually talking. Yeah, it's just like yep. just like close ups on his face, and it does sound very different. It's it's when they can get away with it, they dub over him. But when they were focusing yeah, right. on his face, they couldn't. Mm. So they just had him naturally talking. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I I noticed it, <laughs> and I thought it was great. I think we're uh, just so used to like overdubbing at this point that we pick it up every time it happens in <laughs> in the film, especially after Murder Rock. Yeah. Well, that was entirely in Italian, wasn't it? Uh, or like in international cast, which happens mm. in Italian films because they'll get actors from wherever yeah. and then they'll just dub it in english with other people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly let's talk about cigar face cigar face face and his two friends are on the are on the street oh, corner a... and a cop approaches them and they try to pay him off oh yeah that's yep. right what is it cigar face they had two other names which was really dumb i feel like one of their names might be a homophobic slur yeah they probably were is cigar face a play on Scarface? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I liked when he was like, um, I'm going to show you why they call me Cigar Face Cop. And he just puts his cigar out in the cop's face. And that's the whole reason he's that's called right. Cigar Face. Cigar Face. That is why he's called Cigar Face. <laughs> and they start beating up this cop. They beat up the cop so much that he starts bleeding from the mouth. And they mm. overdub the cop going, blub, 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 blub. Like, he's bleeding. <laughs> yeah. It's excellent. Absolutely. And um, they've got the cop down. They're about to shoot his dick off. But then in comes <laughs> yeah. Toxic Avenger. And he tears the hair off two of them, apparently. Yep. He rips the hair from the scalps. Except one of them's wearing a wig. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but the other yeah. one supposedly wasn't. What's some other stuff he does? Oh, he like slaps a guy's nose off, which was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he grabs someone by the balls and then picks them up and throws them. Yeah, I thought that was good. Uh, he just he just wails on a dude for like a minute straight while the two other goons are like, one of them's doing their makeup and the other one's just getting up. Then the cop makes a comment that it's some. He was like trying to guess who the Toxic Avenger was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, is that Melvin from school? Surely yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Melbourne from the health club? Surely not. Yeah, which is... Uh, questions as to why he would think Melvin of all people. Yeah. Anyway, the fight ends with all of their faces being mopped. Yes. Oh, yeah. The iconic mark of the Toxic Avenger. That's right. Is... The tutu and the mop. He's cleaning up the streets. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So does he push the mop itself into their mouths? That I, that seems to be what happens. I thought that he was caving in their heads a little bit. Uh, I think he's making them eat the mop. Yeah, or he at least twists it in. I know he mm. does that. Whatever that effect mm. has. Oh, because the mop has soaked up all of their all of their wrongdoings, and uh-huh. he's making them he's making them uh-huh. eat it. Oh yes, that's exactly uh-huh. what it is. Yeah, yep. that's what it is. He also manages yeah. to find mops wherever he goes to beat up bad guys. He just <laughs> so happens to be a mop nearby, conveniently. Yeah. It can't be the same mop. Because he's leaving the mops and they're picking them up at the crime scenes unless he's going back to get them again. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I'm sure he does bring along a mop. Maybe he just... I mean, he does live in a trash pile, so he could probably just find <laughs> old mops. It's oh, true. yeah. Have we got Have we got to the bit where he creates himself a new house? I think that's right now, yeah. Because okay. he, he goes home after beating up these bad guys and his mum doesn't recognise him. That's right. You know, for some strange reason. So, yeah, he goes out to um the... Uh... The swamp land where they dump all the toxic waste. And he makes himself a new home. It's a nice home. He's got a picture of his mum on the wall. <laughs> it's great. Um, we cut to a press conference, and this is when we're introduced to the chief of police, who is just a Nazi. <laughs> he yeah. is just a Nazi. He's trying his hardest not to be, but yeah. he's got a few habits. He tends to click his feet and raise his hand a few more times than necessary. I think he calls the mayor my Fuhrer at some point. He does at one point, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. by accident. Mine mine Fuhrer, I mean mine mayor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's great. And, like, he's the wrong age to be... (laughs) Yeah, completely. So maybe he was, like, part of Hitler's youth, and he just came to America. (laughs) I, I, I don't know. This theory makes it so much worse. Yeah. God. Anyway, he's in this movie a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a classic sort of villain trope, but it's very funny. Possibly stolen off uh, Doctor Strangelove. Oh. Mm. But also, I'm pretty sure they use that in um, Young Frankenstein. We got some pretty good quotes here when they're talking to the mayor. Uh, someone mm. has, I guess, gone through the scene where the Toxic Avenger killed all these dudes and is like, that alleyway, mm. man, it was one of the most gruesome things I've ever seen. And someone responds with, uh, gruesome? Have you met my mother-in-law? Now that is gruesome. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic line. Take that, mother-in-laws. We've also got, uh... The scientist guy is like, the only thing that we have on this monster is the mops that he leaves stuck in their mouths. And the mayor is like, mops mm. must be some sort of political statement. <laughs> mm, yeah. So good. That's right. I'd like to point out here, just in case the viewers haven't picked it up, it's just because he's a mop boy. He has a, he has a preference for mops. <laughs> uh, yes. That's the joke. <laughs> There's also a scene with the mayor where they're talking about how they're going to start dumping toxic waste in some other part of the swamp and then they just start oh, laughing yeah. maniacally. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. They're just like, yes, we will dump it, but that's close to the water supply. That will be their problem. <laughs> so good. Is this where, in the, where they're in that, like, Weird underground sex dungeon. Yep. Yes. Yep. They've got, um, what's it lady that we figured out her name earlier? Julie. Julie and Wanda. Uh, Wanda. Yeah, they do sexy dances for the mayor. That's their job, mm. apparently. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, meanwhile, yep. fast food. The fast food. Oh, oh yeah. man, I could really use with a, a smoothie. 
or a, or a burger. So we're introduced to Leroy, Rico, and Frank, who bust into this fast food joint screaming, All right, everyone, drop your tacos or I'll blow your brains out. Which I thought was a very funny yep. line. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll be your entertainment for this evening. <laughs> and the, the main guy introduces all of them mm. conveniently for the audience. Which I thought was good. And you know for a fact that if they're getting introductions, they're going to die in like five minutes. <laughs> so it's good. It's good that they they indicate that. You're not it's wrong. Great. So we've got Leroy, who's got kind of clown makeup on. Mm-hmm. Leroy on the shotgun. Uh, Rico on the... Isn't it on the cash register? On the cash register. Yeah. Yep. And then there's also Frank, who's just a rapist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't say that. I don't remember that line from the film. <laughs> don't remember that one. Yikes. Oh, um, I've got this quote here where Leroy is like, "Oh, look what we got here: a mama and a little baby. You like Mexican mm-hmm. food, little baby? How would you like this hot tamale shoved down your throat?" It's like he points the gun, <laughs> like a shotgun, yes, right? He threatens baby. the baby. <laughs> What a loose unit. <laughs> yeah, what an absolute loose boy. There's also this blind lady. Oh, that's right. The blind woman. I'm sure she's not important. Can't remember what her name is. Sarah? Sarah. Maybe? Yeah, that's Sarah. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog's all like, woof, woof. And the guy's like, a no, a bang. And then yeah. we see a very uh, not a dog fly away with a bullet <laughs> wound. <laughs> In it. It was great. Uh, but then we cut to the dog later with like its guts all on the floor and it looks really weird. Yeah, and the blood effects on the dog as it's lying down. I was like, oh that's mm. that's not fun. That's a dog. That's yeah. that's very sad. That's very sad. Don't don't shoot dogs. No. Kids. Don't shoot dogs. <laughs> don't shoot dogs. I like the dogs. Why are you specifically telling kids not to shoot dogs? Well, do you want the kids to shoot dogs, Sandro? No. Do you want the kids going out there and actively shooting? Are you advocating for kids to shoot dogs? I'm just saying our target Sandro? audience is not kids. And No, but I especially don't want my child going out and shooting dogs. That's Why are enough. you such a fan of shooting dogs, Sandro? But, 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 but surely the target audience is smart enough to know not to shoot dogs anyway, so you don't need to be telling them. Hey, that's true. Exactly, which is why I'm pointing it towards the kids. That's right. Which don't know anything. Kids are mindless zombies that'll do anything that the TV tells them. Well, if we did have a kid audience, we've completely lost them now. (laughs) I'm just making sure, okay? I'm covering all the bases. Just a general rule to everyone listening. (laughs) If you've got a dog and you've also got a shotgun, maybe don't shoot the dog with the shotgun. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Sandro. No matter how much you love either of them, (laughs) don't do it. Okay. Never ends well. <laughs> for the dog. That's just a PSA for everyone today. That's the lesson of this week's the episode. The moral of the film. That's the political statement. <laughs> yeah, this is the real political statement. Anyway, Melvin rocks up. I liked how he um he tears Frank's arm off and it takes Frank oh, yeah. like four seconds to realise his arm is gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the classic thing of hitting the, the guy with his own arm. Classic. Mm. Yeah. Classic. I love that. Yeah, I was a big fan of him using the arm against him. Yeah, which was good. Stop hitting yourself. Apparently, Rico knows Kung Fu or something? Uh, most of the bad guys do. Yeah, <laughs> it just turns into three ninjas. All the bad guys are ninjas all of a sudden. Because um, I think the previous ones, one of Cigarface's goons also does Kung Fu for some reason. Mm. It's, just the, it's just the easiest way to show that someone can fight. 
if they just start doing kung fu, you know they're good at fighting. Hmm. But but Malvin's made of toxic man, so he just beats them up. Beats them up. He doesn't just beat them up. He makes food out of them. Oh yeah. Yep. He makes uh one a smoothie. Who who gets smoothied? I think it's uh. Leroy. He gets filled with milk. Then he puts toppings all over his face. And then he gets mixed. Uh, mixer. He puts the mixer into his face. Yeah. Yeah. And that kills him. Uh, I think he deep fries one guy's hand. Yum yum. Yeah. He, he, he deep fries his hands and then bends metal bars around him so he can't leave. Yep. Mm. Yep. And then the other guy he just chucks in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very brutal. <laughs> yep. You almost feel bad for these terrible people. Mmm. <laughs> Also, the scene where he's, like, putting his hands in the fryer takes so long as the bad guy's like, no, please don't do this. Please don't. And it just goes on for, like, a minute and a half of him going, please don't. Please, whatever. As he's, like, slowly bending the bars around him. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many moments. I'm thinking of one that comes in later with Julie where it's shot like the Toxic Avenger is... Like a horror villain. He's kind of like a Jason mm. or a Michael Myers. And you almost root for the the villains of this film to get away from him because that's how it's shot. It's really interesting how they yeah. do that from time to time. Because he's so gruesome. He's so gruesome as a hero that the way that he kills people is also so gruesome. But it's like the, the villains are the ones who should like in this film deserve to die and so they that's why they die but yeah because because to- the toxic avenger is so yeah he's so gruesome that mm. is you you have that sort of visceral disgust against him but he's the hero mm. yeah because he is like a horror monster that is the hero of the story that's he right. is yeah. just like he could have easily been this could have been a horror film Mm-hmm. Where he goes, he gets all toxified, becomes big, and then just murders everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But instead, he's the hero of this one. Which is interesting, because it's like, then uh, later on when we're like, you know, we have the corrupt mayor and the corrupt police, who are like, you know, usually, again, in, in a in a horror film, if, if the Toxic Avenger was like the villain of the horror film, then it would be the police or the mayor or something who would save the day by killing him, mm. and then now that's just flipped it on its head. Mm. And now the Toxic Avenger is going after the corrupt police and mayor and stuff, and and, and yeah. the the other general people. I, I like it. Big fan. Is this... Yes, after this restaurant sequence, uh, he, he helps uh, the blind lady home. Mm. She's very clumsy because she's blind. <laughs> Great joke. Yeah, th- this part of the film, like, you know... The film does sort of scattergun, just make and everything as like wide, broad comedy as possible, you know. And so yeah. mm. part of that is like making very cheap gags about blind people not being able to see, which you know mm. is disappointing, but not unsurprising given this film's style. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not as bad as it could have been, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's still... Questionable. Weirdly, this movie, like, there's a lot of slurs towards everyone all throughout this film. However, it didn't feel as bad as something like uh, yeah. 16 Candles, which I saw half of the other day, or something like Reckless, which was disgusting. It's because most of the slurs come from 
bad people who are bad guys mm. who then die yeah. during yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. they are bad people, that is why they're throwing out these bad slurs. Yeah. And then they die for it. That's like, it. It, it again, it sort of adds to the exaggeration of their cartoonish villainhood. Mm. Hmm. Like, none of the good people ever throw out a slur. Well, maybe they do. Anyway, uh, those two, they hook up. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I like I like the palm reading. <laughs> she, she, she's, she does palm reading. That's the thing she does. But then she reaches for his other hand, but she doesn't reach his other hand. <laughs> she turns to the camera after that and says, Whoopsie! Yes. <laughs> Whoopsie! <laughs> oh, very dumb. Oh, and his... Like, Cheap comedy. Yay. His voice as well is like, Ooh! <laughs> yes, as as Ben said, very cheap comedy. Very, made me laugh. very. We cut to the police station and are introduced to Doctor Merton Snotberger. <laughs> oh God, the a- the acting level was insane. He's this guy. <laughs> I forget what accent he has. Is it German? So as you can see, classic. The creature only kills the evil guys. Therefore, we can conclude that he only kills evil guys. <laughs> in fact, the toxic linity has infected him so much it's giving him a base instinct to kill evil. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what he says. Sounds like, sounds verbatim, yeah. It's absolutely. He's a scientist and he's German. You know he's correct. Because hmm. he's drawn to evil people, right? That's a part of his power set. Mm-hmm. He has to attack evil people no matter what. Yep. Mm-hmm. He gets enraged. He has to. He's drawn to evildoers to murder them horribly. Yeah, he's drawn to a guy who is passing out drugs at the health club. And uh, while he's he's working out, he doesn't see Melvin approach, and uh, he gets his head caved in by some weights. That was disgusting. Yeah, that <laughs> that effect was very good. Yeah, they're they're not not short of uh, not short of of spludge. No, the the shot where his They've got his hands, like, waving about, but his head, like, the fake head caved in. (laughs) Looks very real for a second that I was like, whoa, that is very gory. Yeah. And very good. Well done. It's it's a hard effect to master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're very good at these sort of effects. Yeah. You have to give them credit. Their effects are great. I... I remember a couple years ago, Zach, we went and saw the new, the new Halloween movie, and they did something mm. similar to this, yet it looked mm. so fake compared to this movie. Yeah. I think it was like, but the Halloween, they were trying to make it look fake, mm. to make it like feel like these sort of things, but these things did it better than they did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, he kills Wanda by burning her bum on a hot plate. <laughs> No, no, but you have to have the lead up to it, which is she she hangs out in the sauna, and then her boyfriend Slug dresses up as a elephant man <laughs> by putting a towel over his head and groaning, and walking in, and she's like, "Ah, oh, stupid elephant man gag again." But then the second time it happens during the movie, it's actually not elephant man. Somehow the Toxic Avenger got a towel over his head. <laughs> For yeah. literally no reason apart from this gag. It's very dumb. And then wa- walks in groaning and she's like, oh, why do you keep doing the elephant gag? And then she pulls off the towel and it's, oh, it's the Toxic Avenger. Ah! 
And then he burns her bum and says, take this, you you hot piece of ass, or something like that. <laughs> he does say that. <laughs> something like that. It's dumb. It's very dumb. After this, Ben, we got a montage of him saving a bunch of different people. Did you like this montage? Was it a good montage? Uh, was this part of the part of the montage where it's like newspaper headlines were like Toxic Avenger is great? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, they yeah, were yeah. selling selling T-shirts with like I love Toxie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he yeah he saves two kids from being run over. Yeah, he does. Yes, I do. Yeah. I do remember that in a callback to the evil uh, health club jocks who run over children. And what the kids go like, wow, <laughs> wow, wow, in classic. Wow. Kid acting fashion. Oh, there's mm. the cop that he saved from Cigar Face just hanging out with a bunch of kids oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's pretty much mm. everyone who he saves ends up hanging out together. Yeah. Yep. And the, the montage ends with all of the criminals in jail and the mayor's like, oh, this monster hero guy, he's put all the criminals in jail. Aside from us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Because we're criminals, just Suddenly putting it out there. Hope the audience has figured it out by now. <laughs> if not, let's just make it sure. So they're constantly trying to find reasons to hunt him and kill him. Mm. And mm. then is this is this where he goes to the laundrette? Oh wait, no. First he kills no? Julie in the locker room. Oh yeah, that's right. In the basement of the club, he puts. Oh her yeah, in that's a... that super long scene where he chases her. Yeah. For like ages, and then eventually murders her. It just kind of turns into like a nightmare sequence from Elm Street. Yeah, 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 pretty much. As you said earlier, I got a lot of horror vibes from the film, and he's like very horror film monster esque in this one, <laughs> where he's just chasing this lady. She's screaming, and you know she's trying to find an exit. The doors won't open. The door open. Oh, he's behind that door. She runs away. She opens, like, a vent or something, and there's just, like, rats yeah, yeah. inside it. And she's like, ah! And she keeps running. There's multiple moments in this movie where, like, you shut a door on him and then open another door, and he just happens to be in that doorway. Yeah, as if by horror monster magic. That's great. It's just, um, like, it's, it's horror monster magic mixed with, like, surreal vaudeville magic. Mm. And he's using that power for good. Yeah. 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 Anyway, he kills her with a pair of scissors, I guess. Stabberuno. And then we cut to Bozo and Slug. They're waiting for her to show up at the car. She's stressing me out, man. Where's Julie at the car? She's stressing me out. She's stressing me out. Stressing me out. (laughs) Uh, And so they beat up an old lady and steal her car. (laughs) Yeah, you know, sometimes you're you're feeling a bit aggro, you're feeling a bit stressed out, so just go beat up an old lady and steal her car. Yep. Remember, they're bad guys. And then the Toxic Avenger shows up, he jumps on the roof of the car as they're, like, going through the streets, hooning about, and we get a very long sequence. Because mm. I think he pulls Slug out of the car and then hops in with Bozo. Uh, yeah, he kills him by, like, grabbing his face and crushing him. We know he's dead because after they... He throws him out of the car. We get a, a one-shot scene of them zooming in on his body, and you can see he's not moving. Okay. Uh, Just to make sure you know he killed him. They're in a high-speed chase, except it's not really a chase, through the streets. It's a, and it's a, it's a high-speed wrestle with the steering wheel, while yeah. Toxic Bad is also choking him to death. Now, Melvin causes 
a lot of deaths in this scene. A lot of innocent people's cars explode. I don't know if they die. There's one person I think actually dies in the scene. There's a lot of cars that explode, but you see the drivers get out and run away. But one of them looks like it flips over fully. Hmm. And I don't think that person survived that. But yes, it does seem like he's almost killing all these innocent people. Because then he like, he aims his car at a group of kids Mm. Pulls the steering wheel off the car. Oh, yeah. All the kids manage mm. to run out in time. The car flies off a cliff and explodes. He could have killed, yep. like, 20 kids. He could have. He could have, <laughs> but he didn't. Through the power of plot I up. think he probably only just focuses on one thing at a time. Uh, as is established, Melvin, not very smart. Um... <laughs> And then, yeah, we get the scene in the laundromat that you were talking about earlier, Ben. Uh, What happens Mm. in the sequence? So, uh, he arrives at the laundromat, and there's a a little old lady who I think... Is she, like, Bozo and Slug's mom or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, so she's at the laundry... She's at the laundry... Uh, as in, so just to be clear, this isn't like a laundromat where you wash your own clothes. This is like a, a professional, like dry cleaning laundry service. Mm. And so she is, uh, she's there talking to the owner and then the owner has to step out for a little while. And then in comes Toxie and t- takes her and then like puts her through a bunch of the laundry equipment. Yep. Washing machine, the presser. Yeah. You know. And then leaves her in the presser, I think, and then yep. leaves. Uh, and then he goes back to Sarah and he's like, oh, what have I become? I'm just killing people. Like this has become, this has become too much for me. Mm. This, this, uh, toxicity. Mm. Cause we get a newspaper that's like toxic man kills innocent old lady. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. and then it cuts to, it cuts to the, the mayor and the police again. And the mayor is like, well, finally we have the, the incriminating evidence to, to kill him. And then someone is like, well, uh, actually, sir, it turns out this little old lady was a uh, uh, was actually the ringleader of a white slavery ring. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, gosh, damn, we'll have to try again. <laughs> uh, that happened. Yep. 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 That that definitely happened. But then, but then they try and hush it up. They're like, we they have do. to hush this up. Make sure no one learns about this. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the excuse to kill him. Oh, we, we get a quote from the mayor. Where the mayor is like, the monster is not is not a human being, it's an it. You kill an it. I mean, it is very scary. Yeah. It's like a scary clown, man. I would kill it. Uh, Toxie and his girlfriend, they are like, well, to stop killing people, we're going to go and camp out in a field near a farm. So they go and do that. Yeah, they're like, we have to get away. Let's go to this field and farm. Meanwhile, the mayor's called in the National Guard. The National Guard. There's a bunch of uh, supporters for the monster, though, and Mm. they all surround him. The men with guns, the tanks, and the supporters... And when Toxie exits the tent, everyone's aiming their guns at him. They're like, we're going to get you. We're going to get you. But his supporters rush out in front of the guns and are like, no, we're going to support the monster hero. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, but he saved me. Yeah. And he saved me. Yeah. And he saved me. And what? oh, he's my son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, she's figured out that it's her son, yet she hasn't invited him back to... <laughs> Her house. Also, she just comes in at the end and is like, Don't kill my son! Yep. That is my boy! Yep. And then the whole town 
rallies to to Toxic Man and they surround him in front of the National Guard. And the cops are also like, I can't do it. I can't do it, man. And the army are like, we can't do it either. He's a gosh darn hero as he like wipes away a tear. Yeah. Uh, but then the mayor's like, well, I'll have to take this into my own hands. So he starts shooting at Toxie. Yeah, starts shooting at Toxie. The crowd like runs away as the... <laughs> The man, like, starts shooting a toxic man. But he's bulletproof. Da, da, da. And he attacks the mayor. We get a quote from the mayor where he's like, I'll make you a deal. I'll give you 10%. Just let me go. 10% of what, man? Yeah. What are you talking about? First off, 10%. Start with a higher quote. I guess you're a greedy man, but seriously, 10%? You don't say what? You don't... (laughs) I thought it was ten ten percent of like the, the the like the deal that was going on with the toxic waste. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I as guess well, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But he doesn't specify to toxic man. No, that's true. I'll give you ten percent. <laughs> yeah, like start with like fifty percent. You mm. know, because that would pique my interest. Oh, fifty percent, fifty percent of what? Mm, maybe I won't murder this man. Uh, except toxic man does. Yeah, he pulls his guts out. The gut punch where you come back with more guts than you left with. Yep, because the joke is that he's a fat boy. (laughs) Pulls out all his guts. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. Classic. 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 Then it ends with a narration being like, and that was how Toc... And that was how Tromaville had no more villains and everyone lived in peace and happiness. And maybe you, if you find yourself in trouble, look onto the horizon. <laughs> and maybe you too will see Toxic Man coming to your rescue. And that's the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's, re- it's really fun. Yep. Yeah, it's very, very good. Very, like, classic sort of film. I think I got out of this what a lot of teens got out of robocop when that first came out i never really cared much about the first couple robocop films but like seeing this i i I get why people like those films Mm. this sort of movie Mm -hmm. because it is quite similar to robocop early robocop except it it has a much smaller budget sort of It, it it has the same idea of a uh superhero that just murders the bad guys yeah pretty much mm. in that sense and yes. it's gruesome and it's offensive and it's so very vulgar <laughs> and there is so much nudity <laughs> there is a lot of tatas but that is an 80s special <laughs> yes well i i mean i i stand by what i said at the start of the episode that mm. i thought it was you know it was really fun it was you know this the music that they used in it kind of complemented the nature of the kind of upbeat exaggerated kind of like hyper real silliness of the film i guess um it was very yeah it was very kind of comic book cartoonish kind of yeah silliness i guess yeah definitely for the first maybe like 15 minutes every scene is backed up by a song that has got some sort of vocals going on in it oh yeah is this the best film you think you've done on this show compared to wolf and radio land murders Mm. would this be your favorite do you think yeah look i mean i rated it the highest out of those three so yeah wow there you go nice very cool so you're rating this a goodie i presume Yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah i'm rating this one a goodie as well mostly uh because it it's it it hits all the criteria. It's a it's a sort of gem in the rough. It's uh, it's something I would recommend to a friend, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. So that's three 
three yeses from me, so that's definite goodie. Definitely um, goodie. Plus, uh, I just want to see your body talk. You know? <laughs> body talk. Body talk. <laughs> it's funny because he rarely talks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Here we go. The body? <laughs> yeah. We, we barely <laughs> see his. Hang on. No, I stand by it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to give it a goodie as well. It's so much fun. I don't know if it's the mm. best. I think it's probably my top three films we've done this year so far. Mm. Oh. I think oh, yeah. Repo Man might be better. Uh, Repo Man's definitely better. But, <laughs> Repo yeah. Man is very good. Yeah. Um, and, like, proper, properly really good. Whereas this is just some silly fun that you can put on, and I mm. love yep. me some silly fun, and I enjoyed it. So that's three goodies. It's just so so earn- so earnestly goofy Mm. That it just like that enshrouds all of its crapness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, that it's... that offsets it. Perfectly like they went out and they made exactly what they wanted to make and they made it ex- mm. like really well. Yeah. It's the perfect sort of B movie mm. that it set out to be. Yeah. Which is really good. I was checking out some reviews on Letterboxd, and they were mm. saying how this is one of the best So Bad It's Good movies. I don't think it belongs in that category, though. No, because definitely not. So Bad It's Good is unintentionally, I think, and this mm. is definitely intentionally stupid. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. I agree. But I would probably put it in the trash category, though. Mm. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. But it's at the top of the pile. <laughs> <laughs> top of the at heap. At the top of the trash heap. Yeah. yeah. yeah Alright, uh, before we pitch our own sequels There were a bunch of sequels I'll quickly go Woo-hoo. through <laughs> Some of them will blow your mind, I think Whoa. Uh, So Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Herz They teamed up again to make one sequel But they ended up shooting about four hours worth of footage So they ended up turning it into two movies So <laughs> in 1989 we got the Toxic Avenger Part 2 In which uh, Toxie goes on an adventure to Japan to meet his father I oh, know Okay. Sounds great. And then later that year, we got The Toxic Avenger Part 3, The Last Temptation of Toxie. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This is the Google synopsis. Uh, Tromaville's mutated superhero unwittingly becomes Satan's employee, where he takes a job at a sinister megacorporation. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Sounds amazing. Okay. Then in 1990 to 1991, there was a kids' animated TV show called Toxic Crusaders, in which Toxie leads a group of misfit superheroes to combat pollution. It only lasted 13 episodes. Oof. Hmm. And then in the year 2000, there was uh, Citizen Toxie, the Toxic Avenger 4. Um, <laughs> this one was solely directed by Kaufman, uh, though Michael Herz was still a producer. Apparently, there's an opening narration from Stan Lee where it says that this movie is a direct sequel to the first one and ignores the events of two and three. So, cool. Wow. <laughs> the general synopsis is that the Toxic Avenger must defend his friends from his own evil alternate universe doppelganger, the Noxious Offender. Oh, no. Oh, that's terrible, but also amazing. The Noxious Offender. In 2008, there was a stage play called The Toxic Avenger, the, the, the musical. Oof. <laughs> Uh, that's oh, yeah. really what you want. I heard about. I heard about this. Did yeah. it include the song "Body Talk"? I, I hope so. I that hope would it be did. Amazing. I, I just want to see Toxic Man dancing to "Body Talk." Uh, you can see for yourself. They filmed it in 2018. It's pretty readily available, so you can easily hunt down a copy of that. Huh. Sounds mm-hmm. great. And ever since 2008, there's been talk of a remake. Legendary Pictures. They currently have the rights, and they announced. Uh, like March last year, that Macon Blair is going to direct an upcoming reboot. 
yeah. Um, he's only directed one other movie, uh, Until, I Don't Feel yeah. at Home in This World Anymore. That was great. Which has been on my Netflix list for years. Yeah, Macon Blair was also, he starred in pretty much every single one of Jeremy Solnier's films. Oh. So like Green Room and Blue Ruin. Oh man, I love Green um, Room. Mm. They've teamed up for pretty much all of their films. I've heard that the, the sequels aren't as good, but I still kind of want to check them out. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do the sequels. Yeah, I was looking at reviews and most of them say that the sequels are much worse than hmm. the original. See, I was looking at reviews and the the reviews were as strong. It might be divided. It was just, yeah, I don't know. No. They sound almost too self-aware, though. Mm. The spirit of it might not be there. All three sequels are about 40 minutes longer than this one, and this film's about... 80 minutes long and i think even that was stretching it a little bit <laughs> i i thought this was a good amount of time for this film like maybe it was more on the long side but i thought it was a good amount of time they spent on this film. i thought it was a good amount of time for the entire franchise in general <laughs> yeah yeah that you didn't need sequels after this and you were fine with this being the one movie I mean, probably probably not, but like, good on them for me. Uh, if you want us to review the Toxic Avenger sequels, email us. Are we are we still making up sequels? Yeah, let's pitch uh, our own yes. sequels. Yeah, 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 or or prequels. Yeah, or oh, alternative yeah. plots in the movie to change the movie. Yeah, Those are like your an, three categories. Like an alternative viewpoint, or like a director's. Pretty cut. much, if you have an idea, throw it out. Why yeah. Not? Uh, it sounds like you might have one, Zach. Do you want to k- 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 kick us off? I, I I had an idea, but it was very dumb, um, <laughs> and it Perfect. it was just it was just to- the the sequel. He becomes part of the MCU. Okay. Um, huh. uh, so it's it's taken over by Marvel, and so they need to do like a a semi reboot movie. Not to interrupt you, but. Funnily enough, Marvel have released Toxic Avenger comics, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. They do have the rights. So, yeah, they take up that... So you get the Spider-Man reboot sort of movie, which is the same movie, but quite worse. And you get just the entire origin story again. <laughs> so Troma make a bunch of, like, superhero... Like, Marvel superhero films? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, um... You have you have in his universe. It's just Troma making them. So you have the regular superheroes like you know Hulk and other things and Thor and whatever. But they come in and they just like murder bad guys and it's super gory. Uh, and then of course he becomes part of the MCU. So you know the Avengers and other things sometimes have to uh, work with Toxic Man or fight him. Mm-hmm. Depending on how evil Tony Stark's being at the time. Nice. <laughs> and he fights Wolverine at some point. I just want that to happen. Because nice. Wolverine's not a nice guy. He's not a bad guy, but he's not a nice guy. He tries to murder Deadpool. Oh, of course. But that doesn't go well. They have a they have a moment where they're both looking at each other. Um, Deadpool doesn't have his mask on and they're just like, huh? <laughs> Wait a minute, we're both as ugly as each other. <laughs> nice. Yeah, sounds fun. How about you, Ben? Well, uh, I I just thought that there could be a sequel where uh, they take revenge on Britney Spears for coming up with the song "Toxic." <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's so yeah. good. Or rather, I don't know if she came up with it, but whoever wrote the song "Toxic." Uh, so for mine, I'm going to call it the Toxic Avenger Two. Um, basically, what happens is uh, what's her name? Is it Alice? You mean Sarah? 
Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Sarah. Uh, yeah. She also falls into some toxic waste and turns into a female version of Toxie. They end up mm. having a bunch of Toxie kids, oh, and um, that's not okay. It's uh, it, it's just Trek, except instead of <laughs> an ogre, it's a Toxie, and they got a bunch of Toxie kids. <laughs> no, no, nice. Anyway, time to move on to the best part of the show. The end. No. <laughs> <laughs> raving reviews <laughs> welcome to raving reviews this is part of the show where i get some reviews from rotten tomatoes from the audience scores not the critics because the critics are shills for corporations that's, that's how true. it works that's how it is <laughs> i can confirm i tell them the review and they have to guess the scores the scores go from 0.5 to 5 mm. so remember those 0.5s those 0.5s will get you uh this week because we have a guest it's a sort of uh, a point off oh, where yeah. they'll try and get the most points and whoever gets the most points wins yeah. who won last time when we played for radio land murders did ben win probably yeah i usually lose. I i'm remember. pretty sure you haven't won one against a guest yet did i win against I jack recall. no i didn't jack won ah, no you didn't it. he won he came back at the end and won so you still have your your zero percent win rate ah well <laughs> uh which is perfect <laughs> And hopefully we'll keep it that way. I'm the Melvin of this segment. Oh! <laughs> yeah. I'll it. take that as a ready. All right. <laughs> so Corey. Corey says, I shouldn't recommend this to anyone. If you don't like most of the movies on my list, stay away from this. It's stupid and disgusting. Five stars, lol. Well, I reckon that's five stars. Okay, Ben reckons that's five stars. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's five stars as well. It's four out of five. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I thought you guys would pick up on that one. Yeah, look, I I thought it would be a bluff, but, you know. I don't know. Most of the time they put the same as their own, but sometimes they just don't, and I don't know why. He put four out of five. Thanks, Corey. (laughs) It made this show segment... Much easier for me. I also want to say for Corey, the whole purpose of that review is if you don't like other films that I like, don't watch this. He's basically saying, do your own research, go to my profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. On my list, stay away from it. Yeah, he's (sighs) trying to plug his own list in his review as well. Get out of here, Corey. Um, (laughs) Knock it on you. Tim says, the real superhero film from Tromaville, New Jersey. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the review. <laughs> what did he rate? 3.5. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go 4. You're going to go 4? It's a 3 out of 5. Yay! I win. Very close. No, no, no. A 3 out of 5. Yeah, but I was closest. So I get the point. That, that's not how this show works. Really? Okay. You have to guess the exact. I, I thought it was whoever whoever gets closest. Uh, I'll because... give you the point because you're very confident. Yay! Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Alex says, now here's some good trash. Oh, I see. That's the review. Oh, yeah. Some toxic trash. Now here's some good trash. That's the review. 3.5. Ooh. See, I reckon it's either like a one one star or a five star or something like that. I'm just, Mm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go one star. Ooh, one star. Okay, it's three out of five. Three out of five. So going by closest gets the point. We're going to give Sandra. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Well, I got a point. Yeah, it's the rules of the game now. <laughs> okay. Yep. I guess with two people, it makes sense to just have someone get a point. I guess so. Unless you tie like idiots. <laughs> Ian, he says, uh, "Ha! I just wanted to know." Lol. 
What? I just Sorry, wanted to know. Let me say that again. Ha! Huh? Explanation mark. I just wanted to know. Full stop. Lol. Wow. Wanted to know what? <laughs> he just wanted to know. Just really wanted to know. It's a five out of five from me. One out of five. One out of five. Well, it's one point five out of five. Yeah. So Ben gets the point. Get well done. Yeah, because I, 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 I think I realized in the middle of this that he wanted to know what this film was. Evan. Evan said. So this was Slot's big role before he was in the Goonies. Ha 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 ha. Their eyes are both on different levels. Um, yeah. Th- three. 2.5. 2.5. Ooh, it's a 3.5. So We've got two more left. And Ooh. I'm going to say it's double points if you get the exact Ooh. rating. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Um, that way we have a bit of catch up there. Um, so Al says, so violent as childish. Might, I might go for a three on this one. Ooh, Sandra goes for a three. I'm thinking a four. You're thinking a four. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it's 3.5 once again. Uh, so uh, no. it's a tie. So no one gets any points. We both get a point. <laughs> nope, nope. That's not how it works. Okay. I'm giving us both um, a point. I control the points. It wow. honestly doesn't matter. because <laughs> It doesn't matter because the playing field still stays the same. So <laughs> sure. Sure. You guys can both have a point. Yeah. And you can feel better about yourselves for Woo! getting a point. And finally... Edward says, and I think this really sums it up, truly the one that started it all. <laughs> oh. There is an explanation mark, so you've got to put that in. So, truly the one that started it all. 4.5. Ooh, 4.5. Uh, 4. Ooh, and Sandra gets it. It's a 4. Oh, ben, no. it's a 4, so that's double points. Double points. Uh, although Ben was one point away, which means he, he, he does get a point by the rules. Which means Ben still wins with a one point lead. Yeah, yeah, that Andrew. is true. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> I was beaten again. by my own technicality again. <laughs> Yay! Oh well, well done. Next time I'll get you. Yeah. So that was raving reviews. Thanks for playing. And that is the podcast. Thank you, Ben, for joining us yet again for the Toxic Convention. My pleasure. We will definitely get my you one pleasure. again later this year. Is there anything mm. you want to plug? Uh, yeah. no, not really. I'm not really making stuff under. Quarantine, isolation, corona, etc. etc. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't really have anything, but you can find me on social media. Uh, I'm on uh, Facebook and YouTube under Ben Volchok, also Instagram. Uh, I'm on Twitter under Zongmouse, uh, and I'm on TikTok under Benjamin Volchok. TikTok. Got you on TikTok. You're getting hit with the kids now. Nice. That's right. Uh, all the links in the description uh, as always we've, we've got an email you can shoot us an email if you want to get in touch um, you can review us on iTunes if you want to get a shout out on the podcast you can like our YouTube channel give that a subscribe mm. weirdly that channel has been kind of blowing up recently all our videos have gotten a couple comments so thank you to everyone who is checking us out over on YouTube we're also Absolutely. on Spotify Pandora iHeart TuneIn all of the various podcast apps so you can find Facebook. us anywhere you want yeah Facebook as well Follow us on the Facebook for all announcements of just when the podcast comes out. Follow me on Instagram and follow Zach. If he gets more followers, he'll start using it again. I won't. Um... <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter. I've been posting up all my new comic book reviews on Twitter. So if you're interested Ooh. in what I think Very of nice. various comic books like Josie and the Pussycat in, in Space, check that out. <laughs> uh, also, Nerd Out is a thing. 
And we're going to be doing a crossover very soon, so look forward to that. Zach, am I picking next week? I feel like I am. You pick this one, right? Yes, you're picking next week. So, you have a lot of choices. Yay. Um, But the first one is uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, damn. Uh, You might not have heard of this one. It's a a small (laughs) indie film. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. Ha ha. It's uh, the second one in its film series. Mm-hmm. It's apparently about this uh, adventurer dude. He um, goes off and he helps his village find a stone, uh, rescues them from this like cult. Uh, they hold a heart up and they go, Shalima. Anyway, um, it's technically a prequel, apparently. So there oh, you go. Great. Yeah. Sounds interesting. interesting. And there's no other films. Oh, great. There's not a single other film that you get to pick, Sandro. Which means that I could go for Making the Great or Finders Keepers. I am going to pick Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Woo! It's pro- probably, I was going to say the worst Indiana Jones film, but then I remembered that Crystal Skull exists. Yeah. So. Have you heard of our friend Crystal Skull? <laughs> Temple of Doom is not on Netflix. The other three are, but Temple of Doom isn't. Which sucks. Bah, 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 bah. Does that mean that we're already in blockbuster season? Bah, that feels bah, bah, like it's gone quickly. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, we just watched Toxic Avenger, and that's clearly a blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners who are new, whenever we do a sequel to a, a movie, the person who chooses checks out the other films in that franchise. However, Temple of Doom is a prequel. Mm, that is true. It's set before Raiders. Yeah, but it was released afterwards. So maybe. I will just watch Raiders and Last Crusade for fun because they're great movies. <laughs> yep. All right, next week, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Check it out. Let's wrap it up with our favorite quote from the Toxic Avenger. It's stressing me out. It's stressing me out. It's stressing me out. <laughs> I, I have one, and I have to do the... <clears throat> and you can tell all your scum friends that things are going to change in this town. I'm not just another pretty face. <laughs> uh-huh. oh my God, that was during the montage. Yeah, that's yeah. a good quote. That's such a good quote. Yeah. And my favorite is from uh, the worst person in the movie, Leroy. He says, <laughs> Oh, look what we got here. A mama and a little baby. You like Mexican food, little baby? How would you like this hot tamale shoved down your throat? <laughs> Take that, baby. Yeah. The real villain of the film, that baby. <laughs> <laughs> 